What it do, what it do, what it do, y'all. It is Millie Rock on Any Block. And I'm the freshest princess in your city. It is Bonnie Banks. Welcome to New Lancer, where we help you navigate the new culture every Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube live. If you missed us live, you can actually catch all of our episodes wherever you get your podcast and tap into our YouTube channel at New Lanta to see all of our past live streams uncut and unfiltered. Mm-hmm. You can also catch us on Monday nights with Rockland One Radio from 6 to 8 8 p.m. Eastern times. So you don't want to miss that if you miss us on a Friday, all right? And of course, thanks, Banks. I'm going to bring you that fresh out new music coming your way to add to your playlist. And I'm giving you a very anime, Millie Rock approved. We're diving into the election, Kyrie Irving in the Brooklyn Nets, and more in the trending topics. So keep it locked with us tonight as we navigate the new culture. Yes, I cannot wait to catch up with him. It's going to be a dope show. And of course, this would not be possible without NSEG. So if you want to be a part of NSEG, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, the NCAA of the music industry, you guys can join the movement by donating today. So text NCEG to 44321. It's that easy. You can donate $10, $100, anything to help the culture. Right. Well, let's cheers. Let's cheers to a Friday episode. Cheers. 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 Mm. Ah, okay, nothing like a little sip sip to start off your happy hour with the cuties. Now let's catch up because a lot has happened. Bonnie, where would you like to start? Because I feel like we have a lot to catch up on. Well, I there's a huge paragraph in front of me that I guess we need to definitely talk about because voting happened. So what's that about, Millie? Yes. So as y'all all know, the nation was swept with election fever. We all experienced Super Tuesday this past Tuesday, November 8th. And I had a chance to pull up to the RJ the Vote Renaissance Election After Party at Atlantucky Brewing, presented by Sister Song, WOC, on Tuesday night. It was actually a whole vibe. Shout out to That Game Social. They actually created a lot of the you know atmosphere around it. Um, shout out to The Work Crew, which is a collective of DJs and event producers who actually put on this amazing event that is in support of reproductive justice and getting reproductive justice on the ballot. One of the quotes from uh, that night was um, from an awesome um, activist. And she said that reproductive justice should be on the ballots, you know, during elections. And and I'm sure y'all are wondering, like, what is reproductive justice? Well, you know how all that abortion stuff was going on and how they pretty much took away the right to abortion for a lot of people. They want to help overturn those kind of things and also make sure that women's rights to their bodies and, you know, just 
are autonomous, keeping autonomy and reproductive rights. Mm -hmm. So it was actually really, really good time. There was good spins and vibes provided by DJ Hourglass. Um, shout out to Brie Harmon, who hosted the event, keeping the vibes high. And, you know, it was a great way to celebrate. There was free specialty cocktails, thanks to whiskey and rosemary, and some culinary delights, okay, okay that were really good. Um, they even had some healing going on, because even though, you know, sometimes with voting, you, you need a little healing after, because you just put, it, put in a really... A Big decision. Yes. So they actually had free crystal and Reiki sound cleanses as well as tarot readings to help really facilitate that healing and balance. So it was a really good time. Okay. Interesting. Looks like it was a lot to do there. Yeah. You know, I, I was definitely found myself. I was like, maybe I'll just pop in for a little bit, but I found myself, you know, trying every single thing that happened there. Okay. And you know, we are downtown in ATL, so you can hear them cars going by us. It's Friday night. So, you know, things are getting active. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, on Sunday, I had the pleasure of pulling up to Coco Jones' listening event for her new EP, What I Didn't Tell You. It was hosted at Bar Vegan here in Pont City. I really enjoyed her EP. I listened to it a little bit before I even got there. She is definitely giving full-on R&B vibes. So if you guys are trying to catch the R&B vibes, check out her EP. Um, my favorite songs, Crazy For Me, Caliber, Double Back. Now, the food that they had was free, but it was vegan. So you can just add that up on your own. You didn't <laughs> like it? I wouldn't say that I did not like it. The chicken was something else, but, mm. or whatever the chicken is supposed to be because it's vegan. But, you know, right. the meat or the, the meat byproduct. I don't even know what to call it. The vegan byproduct. Mm -hmm. uh, the waffle was a little too cinnamony for me, but I actually enjoyed the waffle more than anything. Um, but other than that, dope. Dope vibe, Def Jam helped piece it together. Uh, of course, Media Girls Network was there as well. So dope vibes and just a nice little Sunday brunch. Okay, cool. I, you know, I always love going to Bar Vegan. I actually really like the vibes in there. Like I love the seating yes, and everything. It's yes. like a perfect addition into Pond City Market. I really have truly appreciated them to just have given us the vegan egg roll situation things they do. Okay. I don't know what the meat is. I don't know what to call it, guys. But there's like the the roll the egg roll situation that they do that's great mm. yeah I'm, a, I'm definitely a fan of the egg rolls as well okay who also just like to just a quick plug it is veterans day it is veterans way. day so happy veterans it day thank veterans you day, for yes. everyone for your services so yes yes shout it. out to my dad he's not here on this live right now but shout out to pops because he actually did serve in the military so mm. definitely have someone close to my heart who you know, put his life on the line for us. So appreciate you, Pops, and everybody else. Um, moving right along, Mogul's Music Competition was last night. We hosted it. If you tuned in, you saw all of the drama. Yes. Yes, we had everything happen, okay? We had a lot of new people actually come up between KSU and Georgia Tech. Well, it was KSU's first debut mm -hmm. for the Music Mogul competition. And it was such a delight to see them come and show out and see who's the who's who, I guess. They ended up winning. That's right. That's right. They actually did. So now I'm up three and one in this tournament right now. Okay. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about my squad. I, I don't know what's going on over there with your squad. We're Bonnie. working on it. But yes, my squad, we holding it down. So big shout out to KSU. Y'all definitely proved that y'all are moguls last night. Um, yes. Uh, shout out to the moguls, a match MVP, Flo S. God. She came through with the Jill Scott, Amy Winehouse, and Erica Badu vibes that like yes. everybody was entranced by. It's hard not to sway to her music. And I was like, I really want to be, you know. 
at a coffee shop. I'm like, I'm I'm over here just snapping on beat. Yeah, like, she was mm-hmm, great. yes, you meant that. Like, so I really loved her music. Of course, the top two performers were Ja Will and Flo S. God. So kind of different spectrums of artists, which is what I really love about the Moguls College Music Competition. Yes. All types of artists are welcome. So it's not just going to be one type of, you know, rapper that's going to win this competition. You know, it's going to be an array. It's called diversity, yes. variety, variety, if you will. And I have to shout out, my team tech because mel did such a great job she came in with some good choreography um they took the advice of the judges Mm -hmm. so of course when you perform you get some critique yes um so she took some advice doing that and so did ja will and he came back and was able to compete for the music mogul mvp so congratulations you guys still did such a great job um and you know my team we got we'll get it next time that's right. That's all right. That, and you know, the next time is next week. So make sure that you follow at National CEG on Instagram so that you can see when the next time the Moguls music competition is going up because next week is the final one of this season. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So it's the final one before we go officially into this holiday season. So y'all are not going to want to miss it. If you can't pull up in person, that's okay because you can stream it live and online via YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Yes. Absolutely. Well, today we had to definitely give a tribute, a farewell to that way. Take off. It was at State Farm Arena earlier today in the city of Atlanta. Um, such a beautiful tribute, beautiful ceremony. Um, you know, going in, I wasn't sure what to expect or how I was going to feel about it because I've just been feeling very ugh about everything, you know, just being a big fan of the Migos and then also knowing that they came from Gwinnett and, you know, just knowing that they didn't even get to complete their story, you know, and this will be the last time that we get to see the Migos for real. That was, we haven't got to see them together. So Drake opened it up. Mm-hmm. Drake opened it up. Right. Let me just say that again. I was like, <gasps> Drake, were you surprised? No, because technically like, yeah, he hopped on Versace and that's when Migos like take off. Yeah, walk it like I talk it. Like <laughs> yes, it was great. It's so, been like this. It's like this. Yes, the the waterworks. Yes, Drake brought the waterworks with the poem. Yeah, he did a nice poem, and then um, Chloe Bailey performed. Yeah, um, heaven couldn't wait for you. She from heaven by Beyonce, a cover of that song, mm-hmm. and wow, yeah, um, you're respect. definitely Beyonce's prodigy. Yes, you did that. You yes. looked gorgeous. Yes. Like, this had to be top five most beautiful things I'd ever seen in my mm-hmm. life. Like, I was like, wait, what? Like, mm-hmm. I have only been to one other, like, person of status like, funeral, you know? mm-hmm. and I was outside for John Lewis. So, like, I couldn't even witness what happened inside. I can only imagine what happened in there. Wow. So nobody snuck a phone in on that one because somebody apparently has a little uh, video clip of Chloe singing because they snuck their phone in and got it. Oh, no, I definitely saw two phones. That okay, let me just say that to me, that's a little disrespectful. Like, guys, they specifically don't want it out for a reason. They gave us whole things to close your phone up. (laughs) Like, just respect that, you know, it wasn't made for everybody to see. And you were privileged enough to be in there and see it. And then sometimes these internet and these phone situations, I feel like Gilly the Kid (laughs) right now. Like, just stop. Don't do that. But yes, Chloe looked amazing and somebody was able to 
and it's on the internet now so you guys can catch it well i think we could have you know expected that but i was kind of impressed because at first like when they said they were going to take people's phones away i was like okay so how am i going to get my phone back is this going to be kind of like a free-for-all yeah. because right now i'm no case in it but yeah. like i'm kind of scared and like then they were like okay put your phone in here i'm like okay so you're gonna take it like what's gonna happen i don't know why i felt so much anxiety i did too i was like so you guys taking my, my phone, phone? he's like no and then you just put in the case and gave it back to me. I was like, oh, so I just can't access. The right. Phone. I was like, oh, no, you put me on timeout. Yeah. Oh, you put me on phone timeout. But and it, it starts like, to vibrate and you get a little anxiety. Right. But I was honestly like, it was so freeing to just yes. be able to experience that moment, to see all of these people who are gathered just to celebrate the life mm -hmm. of Kersnick. And honestly, it makes it even that much more sadder. Like, it was beautiful, but it was like bittersweet beautiful. Yeah. Because one, if my funeral doesn't look like that, and I if I can't see that from above, like, and I don't see it look like that, I might be a little upset. Like, I'm not saying I'm not gonna, because wow, like, uh, so your ghost might show up as just. I mean, this. Are you serious? Like, what, who is this singing? I don't want your cousin. I want I want you know icons coming on stage. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, wow, Justin Bieber gave such a heartfelt performance. For me, what changed like the whole everything as far as the performances, Yolanda Adams. Oh yeah. She gave OG. Green check, Millie Rock approved, everything. You're added to the playlist. Honestly, I'm gonna start listening to that song pretty much every day for mm -hmm. the next three weeks. Cause like it was such a powerful, like, we needed that. Mm -hmm. And it was so sad, like, you know, prayers to the families, you know, of takeoff, yes. of course, Quavo. Offset, Offset, you know, just seeing him on stage. Guys, we couldn't even see Offset's face. His head was down the whole time. All you saw was his dreads, and he cried throughout kind of most of his speech. But it was hard to even watch that because, you know, that there was a little bit of a tiff with them. And all he could say was that he was sorry. And I was just like, it's, I just could I like felt so much. I was kind of up at the top and I could just feel it from there. And I was like, wow, like, they lost their family yeah. and it, and you can feel it and it hurt. And I mean, other than that, it was just everything that everybody said was heartfelt. You can tell that takeoff was love. You can tell that he was humble and funny. Um, and it was, it was bittersweet. Like you said, to right. see everybody have good things to say about him. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it just kind Ooh. of, we had a lot of amazing words from coach K quality controls leader, P, you know, mm -hmm. showed up. And of course, the mayor of Atlanta oh, yes. showed up. The show. coolest mayor in the United States of America. And I know that Michigan, you y'all got Big Gretch, but we got y'all have a governor named Big Gretch, excuse me. We have Mayor Andre Andre Dickens. And honestly, for me, if he continues to grow and stride in the political world, like you got my vote every time. Yes. We have a mayor every named Dre. time. <laughs> we have like, a mayor named Dre. He honestly award like he's just such a great speaker in my opinion and he just connects with us so well and he uh, he awarded takeoff with the phoenix award which mm. is the highest mm. honor in atlanta posthumously so it means now he's dead he gave it to him gave him the award mm. so you know obviously bittersweet moment sad but these young men do represent the new culture of atlanta you know we are new lanta but i can strongly and safely say that the migos influenced me I remember bumping the Migos in Milwaukee when the culture dropped. Nobody seemed to understand why I cared so much. Nobody seemed to be with it. But here I am, thotting and bopping, twerking and, and totting. I hope here. you weren't trying to do a LeBron. Because LeBron claims that he was listening to them in 2010. 
Oh, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> I'm referencing things that are already out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, but I definitely am going to miss um, the voice behind The Last Rocket. I'm going to miss you take off, you know. It's definitely going to miss you. I want to share this mural that I saw. I went on the Beltline and, um, you know, people put out candles, balloons. They wrote notes on there. So I even got to sign. I signed on top of somebody's notes. So sorry if that was yours. But I just signed that way. Um, it was by Ape Inc., who is a part of New Era Creators. So Shout I just wanted Ape. to make sure we put that up there as a remembrance. Yes. So, yes. so long live takeoff, R.I.P. Gone too soon. Yes, but um, it is holidays. It, it is. is the holidays. And, you know, I discovered, I don't know if Starbucks has always had this, but I discovered a new holiday drink. You guys know they've brought back the pumpkin spice, peppermint mocha, Irish cream brew, but they have a creme brulee latte. Yum, you should yum, check yum. it out. And that's all I have to say. Go check out the creme brulee. I make it a cappuccino, which is even better, but it's delicious. Okay. I didn't even know you were a Starbucks drinker. I have Starbucks every day at work. Oh, that's right. It is down in that building. Yeah. Every day we get Starbucks and it's on Jack. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. But yes, um, continuing on, we are available on Rockland One Radio. You can hear this episode Monday nights on Rockland One Radio from 6 to 8 p.m. So download the app today via Google Play or the App Store on your phone to catch up with the cuties if you miss us on a Friday or if you just want to, you know, re-listen to us again. Listen, we'll some, sometimes you got to have a little happy hour after work. It'd be tough. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and catch up with the girlies, Okay. Now, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we've got Millie Rock approved and Fresh Out Fridays mm -hmm. coming at you. Of course, your question of the day. So don't go anywhere, and please enjoy this slow wine by Pope Baby. That's all you get from me. Can you show me? 
What can you show me? Goodbye, I love you. We still wind it. I can't get enough of you. Mind it, press rewind it. So wind it for me, yeah. So wind it for me. I love you. So wind it. I can't get enough of you. Mind it, press rewind it. So wind it for me, yeah. So wind it for me, me. Nah, 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 nah. If you were just whining to that, you were listening to Slow Wine by Pote Baby, one of our former guests from season two. So if you missed that episode, you definitely need to run that back turbo on Anchor or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Or Rockley One Radio. Or we don't have it on Rockley One. We didn't get that yet. Oh, so okay. it's it's on our YouTube. It's not on Rockley One. Radio. Okay, well, just go to New Lanta's YouTube. My bad, job. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. But soon, soon, Coming soon. So, so let's get into it because we had some movies that came out. You know, we're going to get to a different one later because we haven't seen it yet. But the movie that I was able to see over this past week was the One Piece film Red, directed by Goro Taniguchi and distributed by Toei Kamp. Okay, so those are this is movie is for my anime lovers. Mm. Okay, so if you like anime, this is the film for you, especially if you're a classic anime lover. You know, One Piece is one of those classic animes that actually inspired so many different animes down the road. So, of course, it follows the adventures of our favorite Monkey D. Luffy and his misfit group of pirates. And they're actually attending their friend who is a pop princess named Yuta. She's streaming this live concert from a remote location that looks like paradise, okay? Mm. And it's so amazing, it's so high tech, she's giving people food, it's just fun times, good times, until things start going a little awry and they realize that things are might not be what they seem during this concert. So, it was a really interesting film because I feel like One Piece is such a classic anime and the thing about one piece is there's like a thousand episodes okay so it i personally i'm only at season four right now <laughs> so it, just to put that in perspective i think i'm like season four that means i'm probably at like around episode 300 okay so i'm like a third what? of the way yeah I'm like <laughs> what are you all doing you're right i'm like a third of the way there and um yeah it definitely was an interesting film um I wish I had seen all of One Piece. Like, that's what someone had told me. Like, you're not going to get it because of that. But it's not that hard to pick up on. Like, if you have seen One Piece at least a couple seasons, you'll pick up on it. There might be people that you don't know, but you still should be able to pick up on, like, the central characters. You know, Zoro, Luffy, you know, Osop, you know, all those good people. Um, but I thought it was really interesting because it was a very modern take. Like, the antagonist, Uta which is crazy that she's actually the, you know, bad guy. Mm -hmm. um, she is live streaming a concert. <laughs> so it's like, wow, this is so 2022. Okay. Like, I'm like, okay. this is mad Anime 2022. And you know, One Piece is about pirates. So in 2022, we still have pirates. Okay. And they like concerts. So of course, sometimes they don't have to turn up. But <laughs> it was really interesting film. Um, personally, this is going to be my first ever, like, not so glowing Millie Rock approved. 
Personally, I'm a big like go to the movies kind of person. Like I love going to the movies. You know, there's certain films that I will go to the movies for. And then there's certain films that I won't go to the movies for. And I will say I would have preferred to be at home for this one. Um, I just think it's anime. Sometimes you want to stop it, go get a snack, come back, restart <laughs> it. You know, it's a long movie too. So it's kind of like, yeah, all right. Like I could find myself not wanting to pay attention sometimes. Mm. And of course it was completely subtitled. So it's all in Japanese. So you're reading the entire time while you are, you know, watching this film. So it's kind of like takes you out a little bit, even though I do love anime. I love One Piece. Like I'm entertained enough to continue watching it, but I did feel like I want to get up. I want to go do something. So that's why I can't give it like a full blown Millie Rock approved. I would say you can wait for it to come out on Crunchyroll. You do not have to spend the $30 with your date to go and see this movie. But, you know, nonetheless, still see if you're a One Piece fan. Um, I would say it gets like, out of, I don't know. I'm trying to decide like what's the rating situation I'm going to make for these Millie Rock approved. Like, I don't know if I should do stars, stars. or percentages or check you marks. You should do stars for sure. Okay. You could do like, you know, this is a three star. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to say yeah. this one is definitely like a three and a half star. Okay. It is anime. No. So like, I would say be, I'd rather be comfortable than in a like full blown theater watching this. Okay. So it's not really worth that much money, but it is a good show. Like nonetheless, it is good. You know, good film almost made me cry. That's how I know it's good anime, but just not worth sitting in a theater for. So wait for One Piece Film Red to come out on Crunchyroll or come out on Netflix or wherever it comes out on however you get it. Wait for it to do that. Um, still go and watch it nonetheless. And that is on Millie Rock Approved. Okay. All right. Well, I do like a good anime, but I guess I will just have to wait. Because I do, I watch anime at home in my comfort zone. That's what anime to me is for. Yeah. The only time I've gone to the movies is when Dragon Ball Z dropped theirs. And I was like, okay, yeah. Oh, you wait. So you went and saw Dragon Ball Z? Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. Hour, so yeah. yeah, I would say if you really, really like One Piece, you can go and see it. Like, the theater is not going to be crowded. So that's the benefit. Like, you know, the fans are... The only the real friends are going to go are see it in the movie theater. Got it. But. Okay. Well, thanks to Banks. I've got your fresh out music today. Guys, we've got to get into it because we have been anticipating Glorilla's new EP. She went ahead and dropped the cover for it, which I really loved. It's giving kind of little Kim vibes. We have her on the screen here, so you can kind of see it. But it's like... It kind of gives me a little bit of Lil' Kim, but not super, like, obnoxiously sexy as Lil' Kim was. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. the tights kind of give that sort of feel. And then she dropped the song playlist. It is nine songs. One of my favorite one is called Nutquick. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I wonder what that song is about. I just wonder. <laughs> so definitely go check out Glorilla. It's called Anyways, Life's Great, as she loves to say. Um, and Pussy's Still Good, period. But... Glorilla is going to be here for a very long time. So mm -hmm. if you guys thought she was going to go anywhere or she was a one-hit wonder, no. She, you lied to yourself. Wizkid drops an album, More Love, Less Ego. Mm -hmm. Really like that. It's a vibe. I definitely turned that on in my car for a nice, just breezy ride. That's a highway drive. Um, it's, my favorite song on there is Money and Love. Must listen. Mm. Must listen to that one. So I like Wizkid. Kind of missed you. So thank you for dropping some music for us. Okay. I had to sneak this one in here because I'm low-key a Nas fan, and he dropped an album kind of a little, a little quiet. He was a little quiet about it. King's Disease 3. Mm. King's Disease 3. So if you are a Nas fan, Definitely. you like Nas, you're from up north, this is all for you. 
Okay. Nas gives exactly what Nas is supposed to give. I've always been a Nas fan. And I think that we do not give him enough credit as a rapper. So go check Definitely. out Nas's new album. Last but not least, as everybody knows, Black Panther Forever Wakanda or Wakanda Forever, whichever way. I don't care. Forever, it's going to be Wakanda. Mm -hmm. They have released their soundtrack. It has 20 songs, okay? Um, lots of names I did not recognize. Does not mean they're not great, talented artists. I'm pretty sure they had a lot of people that were, um, I would say, uh, different countries, different backgrounds that incorporated into Wakanda because of the way that even the film you can see in the commercials is put together. Mm -hmm. So I expected to see, you know, just different names that are considered foreign. Yeah, it's a definitely a diverse, yes, diverse, diverse soundtrack. People. But for those of you that have been waiting for Rihanna to make some music, she has another song on here called Born Again. So now she has two songs. And as Rihanna has said, music is one thing, guys, and Super Bowl is another thing. So I don't think we're going to get any more music from Rihanna. She did her little soundtrack. She got her check and she beast out okay she's about to go keep doing her little savage fancy thing which i ordered one of her little work outfits so now i'm just okay. stuck in the savage fancy life okay <laughs> well i don't know about it because when she was on the red carpet for savage fancy she said that she has been back in the studio lately that's what she was doing that music. second song i think she's gonna do i think she's gonna do some some writing she's mm. gonna write for some artists i think but i don't know if we're really gonna see anything else from rihanna but i just need i just need an ep that's it. That's it. You know, J. No, no, Cole no. dropped a six song EP, that, and I was gonna fine with more. that. I you're going to want more. She drops an EP. Rihanna is one of those people that will drop an EP, and she's legit going to put four songs on it. And that's she's fine. And that. that's fine. And guess then you're going to be like, no, we need more. But guess we who else more. did that? The Weeknd did it. J. Cole did it. And that was enough to, like, you know, They're that was like little same. scraps. That's like a nice little snack. Like a filling snack. No, because even Summer Walker's four song EP that she has hurts my feelings every time. Because I love all four of them, and it just keeps going, and I'm like, okay. I need more. Like, and then she ended up dropping her album at the time. But no, Rihanna, don't do that to us. Personally, I'm not with it. Um, she does give the writing creds to Tim's, so that's great. Burna Boys on there, and even E40 makes a showcase on this. So very interesting soundtrack. Um, I love it. I think it through all 20 songs because it's a lot. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I'm excited to see Wakanda. We're going to get to see it tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm just excited to see it. I've been prepped now because I've listened to the soundtrack. So thanks to Banks. Those are your fresh outs, you guys. Go check it out. Add it to your playlist. Glorilla is going to be running it up all fall to the winter. And then I'm sure she's going to drop something in the spring. So she's here to stay and I'm actually excited about it. Now, I think we have a question that needs answers because mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all know this. If you're not here in Atlanta, you know, you're coming to us from a different state. That's fine. We're going to put y'all on to what weather is like today. It's kind of befitting of what was going on earlier today with, you know, takeoff, send off, mm -hmm. celebration of life. It is very rainy. You well, know? there's a hurricane in Florida named Nicole. Yes. And she's running rampant in this hole. And she hit North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And so that's why if you were outside and your umbrella flipped upside down, it's mm -hmm. because Nicole said, fuck your shit. Yeah, the wind. <laughs> the wind has been winding. Um, it's Just hold on to your lace fronts. Yeah. Put the glue on, ladies. Yes, your wind Make sure fall. the bands are tight because it's going to snatch yes. that wig clean off. Or your lashes, too. I've yes, been, yes. You know, lashes have been known to shift in this type of weather. Mm -hmm. So definitely be aware, ladies, men. Keep your snapbacks fitted. Keep your fitted <laughs> fitted. You know, they might might go missing. But yes, because it is so rainy, it's on days like today that I'm like, ugh, I need an album to listen to. I need something to listen to that's just like the perfect temperature for today. So the question that needs answers is what 
is the perfect rainy day album. What is your favorite rainy day album, Bonnie? Rainy day. I want to hear some. Wow. I have to really think of that one. My rainy day music, probably anything SZA. Okay, yes. I was listening to Control. I think SZA can hit, yes. And you know, her song Shirt, mm -hmm. like kind of hits right in that realm. So anything SZA really for a rainy day for me. Yeah, if I'm going to pick, uh, well, I feel like I always want to go like something like very like sultry, you know, I was listening to My Dear Melancholy by The <laughs> Weeknd. Okay. That's probably like, first of all, I just want to say weekend, like Selena Gomez and Bella Hadid had you in such a chokehold. How? During How this entire time, like during the entire time of that album. And I'm like, wow, you are so sad. Like you were just so sad. And I remember listening to the album being like, I get it though. I get it. I remember oh. feeling that way too. But yeah, I definitely would listen to that. Um, probably Born Sinner and recently uh yeah yeah born center yeah born center is gonna get a spin for sure we're gonna we're gonna take a spin of that um i'm probably also rainy day rainy maybe day. some lucky day might sound good lucky too. day would also sound because yeah, he gives Give you like one. a little bit of like perk but just enough like you know so like i don't want to be fun. super sad like don't yeah get i don't want to be depressed i, I, like, I don't, don't want to be like yeah. in down in the dumps but like <laughs> i definitely need something that matches the vibe outside so i'm like i'm kind of interested when you said the whiz kid i'm like mm, i wonder how that's gonna sound on today. oh yes like, today. It's, it's good that's a good one for a rainy like when i was listening i was like yeah this matches the vibes and i was on the highway so you know it kind of just hit right where we're supposed to mm, mm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yes that is the question of the day if you're joining yes. us tell us your thoughts drop your perfect album for a rainy day that you have to listen to and of course this episode is sponsored by nsag a 501c3 nonprofit organization we are the nca double a actually of the music industry so join the movement donate all you got to do is text nceg to 44321 mm -hmm. so we're gonna go to a quick commercial and when we come back we're gonna actually get into some trending topics mm, here on the show. show so without further ado don't lock your phone keep it locked with us instead mm -hmm. on new lanta I ain't the one, bitch, you ain't stand with me. Yeah, I just do this for fun, I keep me a band with me. Yeah, gotta keep me a drum, better watch what you saying to me. Yeah, okay. I gotta keep these bands on me. La mama, she wanna go fuck, and I'm in the loft, and I got a plan to be. Yeah, on the way up, they think I'ma stop, they know I was born to be. A king, young nigga went and look at my whole team. Young nigga diamond shining, yeah, they green. With the dream team, money top on green. Big dog shit, status. She wanna fuss, so I give her the bro. I'm passing the bro like a pick and roll. Bitches got pick screens, yeah, we already know. Huh. She wanna go, she like I'm out on the road. Yeah, she know how I'm chasing the dough. Me and the team, we going green, yeah. you know. Big dog status, uh, uh, La mama, she know that I make it happen. I used to be trapped. Young nigga get it wrapped up the place. Ay, yo, we got cash, uh, young nigga, we got cash, uh, uh, what you gonna do? How you gonna run it up and get a bag? It's a damn shame in the game, these nigga be capping and rapping for fame. Cause I got the blueprint, I show them how to make a movement. I'm trying to get wealth and money, these nigga gonna tell for some. I'm keeping it solid on hard, but and none of these bitches, they fraud fly. Whole thing she playing with me. Nah, I ain't the one, bitch, you ain't stand with me. Yeah, I just do this for fun, now keep me a band with me. Yeah, gotta keep me a drum, better watch what you saying to me. Yeah, okay. My baby mama broke my heart, she keep on playing with me. She on the ground, she talking down like she ain't a fan of me. But I already knew, so I played my role, bitch, you can't drag with me. How the fuck you mad, you did that shit, she gon' keep blaming me. My side hoe got me think about another plan B, I'm crazy. She steady talking about... 
the nigga, but I'm fucking on her on the daily. Got the ops, man. He be blowing lines out looking for his little baby. She just sucked me up. She done made me lazy. I'll drop her off to you later. I'ma drop the bitch off to you later. Give a fuck about a motherfucker hater. All these niggas behind. These niggas ain't real. These niggas ain't really trapping in the field. These bitches be dying tricking for a meal. She sucking my pick on no deal. Big job, she a gator. She wanna vote dictator. And I got some rest on my table. Filling my plate, going up elevator. I made her wait like a waiter. Bargain with a dictator. She wanna go. So I'm on the road, yeah, about to hit the back door, yeah, and I'm out on this hoe, yeah. Oh, think she playing with me, nah, I ain't the one, bitch, you ain't staying with me, yeah. I just do this for fun, I keep me a band with me, yeah, gotta keep me a drum, better watch what you saying to me, yeah, okay. What's up, y'all? It's Millie Rock on Any Block. And what is worse than running late to work? Running late to work and your car doesn't start. That's worse. If you have an auto in need, you need Mr. Fix-It, your helpful mobile mechanic. For brakes, tune-ups, alternators, starters, call 404-520-1500 for Mr. Fix-It and tell them Millie Rock sent you. I'm sorry for dripping, but drip is what I do. And one of these days I'm gonna get drip. You know, you always have to know what the cuties are sipping on, right? Get your little drink going. Mm -hmm. Bombade is a black owned liquor that you guys can check out. It's got a little bit of seasons of lemonade. Make sure you guys check them out. Trending topics. We've got some stuff we got to get into. We've got to talk about it. Quick update. We talked about Kyrie Irving last week. It looks like he has finally met with NBA commissioner Adam Silver, and he determined that he's not anti-Semitic based off of their conversation, their sit down. And after he came out and said, he's going to leave the fate of his ball career up to the Nets. So my name's Bennett and I ain't in it. If was a person, it's Adam Silver. Now, again, if you didn't know, he's supposedly supposed to complete six things in order to be forgiven of posting a anti-Semitic or promoting, quote unquote, as they say, an anti-Semitic movie that is on Amazon, by the way, which is still there. So I'm not entirely sure why. Irving is getting in trouble for something that Amazon still has on their site. Mm -hmm. But that is neither here nor there. So he needs to issue an apology about what he posted, complete an anti-hate provided by the Nets, complete sensitive training also provided by them, complete anti-Semitic, anti-hate training designed by the Nets, meet with representatives from the Anti-Defamation League, as well as the Jewish community leaders in Brooklyn, and after completing one to five, meet with owner Joe Sy and lead franchise officials and demonstrate the lessons he learned. Now, the Nation of Islam leader, Louis Farrakhan, he weighed in a very lengthy message, and I tell I would suggest that you guys go check it out. I mean, he really gets into why are people condemning uh, Kyrie for going to explore who he is and wanting to know more about who he is and then posting about, hey, I found something that relates to me um, in that way. And so he really talks about how we have been stripped of the truth um, in our communities and who we are. And this, you know, this whole thing with Kyrie really is interesting because we are getting down to the bottom of, of course, what the definition of anti-Semitic comments are and what they look like. And now we're seeing somebody that I think Kyrie's kind of always a little bit of a, a rebel when it comes to things that he he does. Um, and he's very adamant about what he says. So we're kind of seeing it play out with Kanye and now in the NBA 
sphere, which is interesting because I feel like Adam Silver is always somebody that lets the NBA players have a little bit more freedom and what they say and what they do. Um, so in this one, in this case, he said, well, I mean, he don't see anti-Semitic to me, so I'm just going to let the Nets handle this. And that's where we've left it at. Hmm. So I saw a report that Kyrie actually announced that he was going to be retiring. So is that not the case anymore? <laughs> oh, I don't think he's retiring because I know that there was a lot of talk with the Lakers, but he probably won't go there because of the LeBron comments. So I don't know. I think that it's good that Adam Silver, you know, came out and spoke out about that because I feel like there has been a lot of reactionary responses mm -hmm. to these hate speech comments. Uh, I think what we're really seeing right now is how what is determined hate speech and which type of speech and what group you're speaking about is actually going to get labeled as hate speech. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy to me that um, there's a lot of things that are said about black people all the time that are not labeled as hate speech. Mm -hmm. And it's just a joke. It's just a, well, he didn't mean it like that. Or they still have a whole full platform. And I feel like the thing, I think it's kind of interesting that you mentioned that, you know, Adam Silver lets them have a little bit more freedom in the league. I would say when it comes to racial issues, yes, Adam Silver has like always veered on the taking the player side. Chris Paul is currently the president of the NBPA. Okay. Okay. So I feel like with him being over the top of that, that does help a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I, well, I just, you know, did a little real quick and it says LeBron James has been urged to retire amid backlash for supporting Kyrie Irving. So originally LeBron did come out and say that what, um, Kyrie said is harmful to the community. And then when they issued out this six things that he needed to check off his list, LeBron was like, mm, okay, that's a little excessive. I mean, like, he apologized and he did what he needed to do. So now people are urging, apparently, LeBron James to retire, which I don't even see that happening. So I don't... Yeah, I don't understand where y'all... No. You know, this is what I have to say, too, and this is really important, too, as media. Like, some of the wordings and the things that you guys use to use as news to me, sometimes it's a little interesting because it's like, are we urging LeBron to retire for real? Like, LeBron's not going anywhere. I don't... I mean, he's got... A couple of years left in him. Like he's not gonna. I mean, the the common soon. Karens might be. This is this is all a direct direct result of common Karens and people who are you know maybe not common Karens. Not all of you are common Karens. Some of you <laughs> are, you know, comment saviors or you know those comment correctors who are there to just make sure that everyone is on their p's and q's. Because mm -hmm. Nike tried to pull Kyrie Irving's shoe after all of these comments after a retweet. After a retweet, they said that they were going to pull his shoe, mm -hmm. the Kyrie 8, mm -hmm. because of anti-Semitic comments. Mm -hmm. So then you see Kyrie be like, okay, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> Not much wait either. a goddamn minute. But in our last show, when I talked about it, I was like, Kyrie, do you really still want to play basketball? I really think, do you still want to play in the NBA? Do you really feel like the NBA has had your best interest? Mm -hmm. Because when you didn't want to get the vaccine, That's when you tried to have autonomy over your body, they suspended you. Mm -hmm. When you retweeted something that maybe shared a different point of view, which you're allowed to do because that's your right as a citizen of America. You're allowed to do that because you did that. They suspended you without pay for this season. So that's two seasons in a row where they have taken away your money somehow. Mm -hmm. And now the vaccine thing doesn't even matter. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> do you really want to play in the NBA anymore? Cause like for me, y'all got one more time 
Y'all really got one but more time for I me. Think that, you know, I think that it might be a little bit bigger than just playing in the NBA. Like Kyrie is a voice for maybe those that think in alignment to him. He's always been pro-black. And he's Kyrie's always, exactly. So always it's been like pro-black. we always, you know, you're always going to have that one. Yeah. And he does need to be there for a reason. I'm sure that there are people that can relate to things that he says and that's definitely right behind him and support. And it's like, we do need you in the NBA because of that. You right. are the rebel for us. And to me, Kyrie does it. He's a little hostile sometimes, but he does it better than Kanye. He's very eloquent, actually. <laughs> Kyrie says a lot of things in a way that is very easy to understand. Yes. One. And two, he stands on it with confidence. So it's like, yes, he's, like, he's no, not a good, about to allow anybody to anybody bully him. him. I just think it's sad. And I wish that this is something I've always felt like. When do your rights start and end when you're represented in a corporation? The NBA is corporate America for basketball. So like, if you want to get paid the highest, if you want to get the most deals, you have to go through the NBA. Right. They have a monopoly over that. Same thing with the NFL. They did it with Colin Kaepernick when he tried to speak out about police brutality. Well, your rights you end as soon as you sign the contract. Because at that point, you have to be in abidance to whatever's in your contract. Now, if you don't want to be in it, there you go. You don't sign it. Exactly. And that's that. All right. Well, moving right along. There has been a third suspect indicted in the connection with the death of our Memphis rapper, Young Dolph. Now, this is quite interesting because there's a quick little story that I'm going to go through. Hernandez Govan was indicted by a grand jury on Thursday for first degree murder, attempted first degree murder, and conspiracy to commit first degree murder. So in conclusion, this man ordered the hit on Young Dolph. So that's what they're saying. He orchestrated the whole thing. If you remember, Young Dolph was shot and killed at Makita's Cookies on Airways Boulevard, November 17th of 2021. Two other suspects are also in custody, Justin Johnson and Cornelius Smith, who were arrested shortly after, okay? Now, this is quite interesting because if you guys remember little Uzi Vert's artist, Loda Cash Desto? Loda Cash. Loda Cash. Is it Loda Cash? Okay. Loda Cash Desto. Her real name is Destiny Govan. Okay. Which is the same last name as Hernandez Govan. Is that her daddy? That's her daddy. Uh oh. And she was actually killed. Yes. A while back, she arrived at the scene. They found her unresponsive at 25. So I know that there was a tweet that was going around and they were trying to say, like, you know, I wonder if this is part of. Well, her dad at one point was trying to say, I wonder if this is part of like my wrongdoings that I've done in the past and things of that nature. And then come to find out, he is now one of the suspects for the killing of young Dolph. So not entirely sure if they roamed in the same circles because, you know, the entertainment industry, you do run into the same artists. You might, you know, know people in passing, things of that nature. Not sure how they're connected in any way, but um, it looks like there's a lot of things going on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's where the plot tends to thicken definitely going to dig deeper into that but as of right now we do have a third person in custody for young Dolph and you know I think it's a a little bit of a relief to know that they have somebody that can be held accountable now for the death of young Dolph because it was very tragic he was taken just so tragically and um for somebody to be have been plotting on his life mm -hmm. like that yeah it's your time mm -hmm. so there we go that's in the conclusion. That's crazy. Man, I can't believe this is still going on with the Young Dolph thing. I feel like it's so, so crazy how we as this community and, you know, fans have already put together, you know, so much information. Like, we damn near found and cracked the case. Mm -hmm. And we're Looking still around. waiting on this trial. Yeah, I don't like that the court system just moves so long. But, again, like, that is something that, to me, when – how do you even – speed the process up 
Like, we need to speed it up. Because even the Rico case with Young Thug, this is just a quick mention, too. They are trying to throw out the Rico case because of evidence being found that technically is the like the beginning thread of how they got to this Rico case. So they're trying to get that evidence thrown out. If they get that thrown out, then, of course, the Rico, Rico case is gone. So Y'all got some superstar lawyers, yeah, guys. Really, goddamn. Well, they get paid to do that. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they tracked the hell out of whatever that little piece was and was like, you guys left it in your car too long, therefore it can be dismissed. Mm, mm, and mm. that's what they're going to do. But that's besides the point. But yeah, the court system to me is just so interesting because it's like, why does it take a year, two years to really even go through all of these things? And then by the time we get to it, you know, we're just like, wait, what happened? How many suspects was it? And did that really happen? You know, even Tory Lanez and Megan are still... We're still waiting. We're still waiting. Still waiting. The the April, has ankle April next on. year? Yeah, like, good he God. has an ankle brace on. He's just chilling. And we're like, did, <laughs> did he do it or not, Meg? Did he do it or not? Right, right. Okay, well, y'all, we're going to go to a quick, quick break here for a second. But when we come back, we got a couple more trending topics for you before we get up out of here. So don't go anywhere. When we come back, we got some more trending topics on yeah. the way. I got a trip you in Chanel. I got a cash app in your nails. I got a floor bag on ice. Cause we gon' have a light show. I'm buying LV for the price. I'm trying to spoil you with your life. We about to blow it up on site. Cause baby, this a light show. When you in my city. When you in my city, don't you get no hotel, don't you get no ride home, or you gon' catch all hell. I sponsor your company, you say that you love me, so I bought you nice down here. Yeah. When you pull up on me, take that shit off safety, I give you the lowdown, you ain't gotta thank me. Baby deserve diamonds, roses, her smile is golden, and I can't let her down. I got a trip you in Chanel. I got a trip you in Chanel. I got a cash up in your nails. I got a I got a floor back on ice. I got a floor Cause we gon' have a light show. I'm buying LV for the price. I'm trying to spoil you with your life. We about to blow it up on site. Cause baby, this a light show. Sex flips, chocolate flips. That's the time that I'm on. That's the time that I'm on. Yeah. I bought you something, hope that it fits. Cause I know you'll be mad if it's wrong. Baby, when you pull up on me, take that shit off safety. I give you the lowdown. You ain't gotta thank me. Baby, deserve diamonds, roses. A smile is golden. And I can't let her down. No. I got a tribution now. I got a cash out for your nails. I got a floor back on ice. Cause we gon' have a light show. I'm gonna be for the price. I'm trying to spoil you tonight. We about to blow it up on site. Cause baby, this is a light show. Welcome back, welcome back. You were just listening to Light Show by K Major. On New Lanta, I am Millie Rock on Any Block. And I'm the freshest princess in your city. It is Bonnie Banks. Okay, this is New Lanta, where we help you navigate the new culture. This podcast and episode is brought to you by National 
CEG, also known as NCEG, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization creating the NCAA of the music industry. We're talking the Moguls Music Competition, our very own podcast, and a scholarship for students who want to take their music career to the next level. If you want to join the movement and help us move the needle, all you got to do is donate, okay? And you can do that by texting NCEG to 44321. Again, text NCEG to 44321. Woo! So let's get into these trending topics Mm -hmm. because speaking of Kanye speaking of you know all the things that have been going on with said hate speech you know we had to do a little bit of digging this has been just keeping me up at night you know I think we've mentioned this on the show with Adidas you know breaking up with yay a lot of people were wondering what does that mean for the shoes and let me tell you Adidas actually has ownership of eight of the iconic Yeezy shoe designs, including the Yeezy Foam Runner, Yeezy 700 V3, and the Yeezy 350s with and without the pull tab. Okay, so those are some of the most popular ones, but some of those, you know, the hype beast shoes yes, everybody be wearing, Lola. pretty much all of those Adidas owns through patents. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and I know y'all are probably like, what, like, what does that even mean? Like the difference between a patent and a trademark A patent protects new inventions, processes, or scientific creations. Meanwhile, trademarks protect brands, logos, and slogans, and a copyright protects original works of authorship. So that's just the definition of all of those, but we're talking about the patent part, the beginning. Mm -hmm. So the process to how to make these shoes, what the design actually looks like, is currently owned by Adidas, and they plan to re-release these shoes in the future without Kanye West. Oh. Now, why are we cheering? Why, I don't know why we're cheering. Because I was thinking, like, wait, how are they going to do it? <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all, excuse our board out. Uh, I guess he's happy about it. Okay, so I, we could be seeing some less expensive feesies because they well, can't be called Yeezys anymore. They're going to be called feesies or they're going to be called boost something, you know. <laughs> Boosted crops. Right. That's kind of what they are. Right. So, okay, I'm here for it if they're cheaper. Right. Because I right. actually really want one, but I'm like, okay. I guess that is my first question. Like, are you buying the, the Feezys? Yes, yes. You're still supporting. You don't buy I don't Feezys. really, I'm not a big Yeezy, yay, whatever you want to call this man. Mm. I'm not a big fan of him anyway, so I don't care if he was attached to Adidas or not. I really like those shoes, though, kind of low-key. I was like, okay, I see how it's like a fitted thing. It's kind of cool. But now that they're going to be probably like, what, 100? Yeah, I'm going to grab them. Mm, yeah. Mm, okay. Well, they, they were get, only 350 because it was Kanye's. Uh, well, no, these shoes actually were not that expensive. This, the reason why the Yeezys become more expensive is because of reselling. So well, if someone yeah. buys a pair of Yeezys and then they're like, mm, you want these? They're going to be 600 down. Yeah. Because I had to go and fight the masses to get them. So it's, it's just all a part of the reseller situation situation but it's because of his name attached to it so now that they're going to be feezies i mean they're going to resell they're iconic he literally created a whole well him and adidas created a whole new design of a shoe we had never seen these shoes before literally i remember when they first started coming out i was like they're like alien looking like out of this world world very futuristic But it's like the Crocs were like 21st century and those were the futuristic. And now Crocs has also got it. So I'm pretty sure the reason why Adidas did patent the foam runners is because of what Crocs tried to do. And then on top of that, Ye has been saying he wants to get out of this contract. He's been saying it since I'm pretty sure like 2018. In 2019, January 2019, they filed and got these patents. Oh, 
So that means they've had them for a couple of years. Now, I don't know if Kanye was aware of this, but according to Fortune magazine, Adidas and Ye's breakup is the definition of messy because Kanye West could be receiving royalties well into 2023 because of this. So even though they own a little patents, right? And they think that that was cute. Kanye West hit him with a thought. You thought I was feeling you? You still owe me some money. You still owe me some money. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, the contract may though include termination clauses that allow one party to take international, uh, international, intellectual property from the other or a morals clause that allows early termination of the deal. Okay, so that is why this anti-Semitic talk and everything that they're saying is so important because if they do have that morals clause in there, Mm -hmm. that means that Kanye West is not going to get money. But as of right now, they do still owe him money on anything that they sell. Mm. So contracts are important because it's it's not so easy broken up. This is not like a okay, well, I'm done with you. Like, you know, it's not like breaking up with your boyfriend. It's like, oh, okay, like we have all these contracts. Oh, y'all did get the patent. Okay, but my name is on it. So you can't sell this part. Like they have to completely now remake these shoes without Kanye West. Mm. So according to Josh Gerben, who's founder of the Gerben Law Firm PLLC. He said, because we don't know what's in the contract between Adidas and Kanye, we don't know how smooth or ugly the separation will end up being. But as far as I'm concerned, they came out and said they're going to re-release these shoes. So it's going to get ugly. It is going to get Oh, yeah. You know he's going to come out and start talking about something. Mm, mm, (laughs) Kanye's going to start talking about something. He's probably going to, like, buy them and, like, burn them or something and tell us about how this is anti-Semitic as well. So the question that I have is, well, I kind of had a two-part question, right? Okay. Are y'all buying the re-release or is this an L for Adidas? I'm well, like I said, I'm gonna buy it. Yes. Oh goodness. Um, I don't think it's an L for Adidas. You know, Adidas has managed, even with Drake saying fuck stripes mm-hmm. <laughs> on his new album, Adidas has still managed to stay very relevant with their jumpsuits. So it's kind of like, you know, they might find a way to make their jumpsuits with these shoes be a dope fit. And we're back again with wearing the stripes. So I think that Adidas is still going to win. They're going to find a way to remarket. They're going to find another person to attach on. Glorilla might be in the mix or something. They might be like, hey, girly. You know, Cardi B's been doing great with Skechers. Reebok. Or, or Reebok, sorry. Not say Skechers. Skechers. <laughs> but they look like Skechers, don't they? The little red, the ones that are, you guys know exactly which ones I'm talking right, about that yes. look like Skechers. Oh, Lord. Not the shape-ups. <laughs> Not you calling them shape-ups. Anyway. But, like, you know, they, they're just going to find another phase. Get another face, rebrand that hoe, and push it back out. And we're going to be wearing but, stripes again. Okay. This is why I'll say it's an L for Adidas. First of all, everybody knows that Kanye West was a huge part of the reason why y'all came up with this shoe design. Y'all made it seem like you don't like him. You don't like what he's talking about. So then you, but you went behind his back and created ownership out of these. But that's how you so protect y'all, your business. No, no, no. Kanye should have done that. They stole his business. That is the problem. I'm like, y'all literally went behind this man's back, which I'm sure y'all did because y'all is not But why didn't Kanye do it first then? You have to understand that like with patents, I'm pretty sure patents, like the process of patenting is very long and drawn out. And and it takes a a lot of money. He could have paid someone to do that If he doesn't own the manufacturing and if he doesn't own the rights to the factories that create them, Mm -hmm. then it's going to be even harder to patent that because now you're going through a different process. So again, a patent protects the new inventions, processes, and scientific creations. So the process to create these shoes is what Adidas owns, including the way they look. So they just can't put the name on it anymore. This is my last thing I'm going to say about Kanye because Mm -hmm. one, Kanye is a smart man. He's also a billionaire. And 
this is what we're seeing, which is what Kanye's talking about, why you should own your own stuff. Mm -hmm. Use your own people that look like you to do this. Because I'm sure that there are some Black-owned manufacturing companies that he could have went through, but you chose to link up with Adidas. And guess what these people did to you? And now you want to call them out, and it's called anti-Semitic or whatever, and this is what's happening. So at this point, to me, I don't feel bad for Kanye because... You have the resources, you have the knowledge, the utensils, the people around you to do everything that you truly needed to do. And you should have got a patent. And that's why, that's why they're like, mm, okay, we did it. So bye. Yeah, I definitely think that this just goes to show ownership, ownership, ownership mm -hmm. is the word of the day, word of the century, word of the millennia, um, especially in fashion. You can make a design, but it doesn't mean that it's safe. You know, just because you came up with it, people will take it. I mean, look at all of these fast fashion Nova will rip off, you know, any of your she favorite designers at any given moment. They just have to change a little thing and that's it. So it's just kind of like you have to own the part that makes Gucci Gucci is because they have patents. Mm -hmm. The thing that makes, um, you know, Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton is that they have patents. Y'all can't make it the same way that Louis Vuitton does. Otherwise they find you, send you a cease and desist, sue you. You know, they do all that kind of stuff. So you have like the fashion world is so old money. Like you have to be ready to play for real. Mm -hmm. And they are very quick to get you caught up like that. And I just feel like, especially in the shoe community, in the sneaker world, Nike does that too. Like Nike, you, if you think for a second, like most of these basketball players have these shoes, but they do not own that stuff. It's no, just their name their on, names them. Is on it. So it's like, uh, it's so frustrating because you know that Kanye West helped y'all create this stuff. And although I might not agree with everything he does, this is just exactly what he's talking about. Like, this is crazy. So but that's why he's trying to get out of it. You no, he's out now. He, yeah, you're out now, but they own the pen. So, like, you kind of, you can't became hip too late. I don't think that he cares. I think that he knows that he is so intelligent enough and creative enough that he's just going to go create something else new somewhere else. That's, mm. I can see it now. Kanye's going to come up with another little space-looking Jetson shoe that y'all are going to put on your feet and think it's cool. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I think that's just going to really kind of wrap up. I mean, I, I do. Oh, wait, never mind. We have one more story. My bad. I was like, we have to talk about the elections. Yes. Let's talk about the elections that swept the nation this week um, with the amount of marketing pop-ups, community visits. You know, she came to y'all schools here in Atlanta. Stacey Abrams was unable to pull off defeating Brian Kemp mm -hmm. in the 2022 rematch for the governor's race. Mm -hmm. Our senator's race is actually going to a runoff election between Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock, which if you're in Georgia right now, I don't think any of us could have seen that coming. Election and the humor, nice, huh? butter ATL, you know, poor Raphael Warnock over here. Trying this to is how I feel when the teachers have to call me. <laughs> here, press the, press the next, like, I wonder, I wonder if you can press the little, no, 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 wait, hold on, on the actual picture, I wonder if you can see it. There you oh, go. Oh, here we go. Okay, what? this is the Herschel Walker one. God damn! God damn! <laughs> damn! Oh, gosh. Oh, but the no. internet is forever undefeated. <laughs> on, on the real tip though guys i i think that this herschel walker and warnock runoff kind of is the craziest thing to me because it doesn't matter how many bad things lists of things that herschel walker has done you guys found a way to vote for this man oh. and created a runoff so i really want to see how this runoff is going to turn out um 
Also, the Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp is interesting because when I was looking at the statistics, there were, oh my gosh, it was a majority of white women that actually voted against their, like, uh, pro-choice or their right for abortions and things of that nature. They voted for Brian Kemp. Mm -hmm. So that was very interesting. So, you know, we're keeping that heart bill law into effect here. And, um, you know, Stacey ran on the pro-choice pretty much. So that's a very interesting thing to just know that, you know, the people that are out there voting, that's the women that were voting. Well, I think there, you know, there's a little lot of talk that like, oh, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, you know, people of color didn't really come out to vote. And I don't necessarily think that's true. Um, I think what it really comes down to is the fact that Georgia is not Atlanta. Yes. So a lot of people might just think of Georgia as Atlanta. And of course, you know, we're very blessed here in Atlanta to be the uh, black Hollywood, black Mecca, you know, a place where black people can come and become very successful, have mm -hmm. a voice, get businesses up and running. But that doesn't mean that all of Georgia is that populated. And I feel like we saw a lot of Stacey Abrams in the city. Mm -hmm. But when I go to my, you know, suburbia, in Woodstock, Georgia, I'm not seeing her signs like that. Well, she was trying to say that she had went to a lot of the suburban places. But I think when you look at the statistics again, a lot of black men that are business owners and entrepreneurs vote Republican because Republicans help put money in your pockets for business. What saved Brian Kemp at the end of the day is the fact that he kept Atlanta open during COVID. Because mm -hmm. if we had Stacey Abrams, guys, we would have been shut down. Y'all wouldn't have been making no money. Mm -hmm. So because Brian Kemp was in office, we were able to, I don't hear anybody saying that they didn't come up during COVID because they were getting money from, um, uh, what is it? Lay, uh, when you get laid off and they pay you. Yeah. Jesus. But unemployment. Yeah. You're getting unemployment money. And then on top of that, he had Atlanta booming. Like people were moving to come here and the money continued to circulate. Stacey Abrams kept stressing about how we have this money in reserve and like, why didn't Brian Kemp use it? Because we didn't need to. Atlanta was open and they were able, we were able to still continue functioning as Atlanta does. Mm -hmm. So for me, when I saw the statistics, I'm like, okay, black men are voting Republican because they have businesses that Republicans support better than Democrats, unfortunately, in this case. That doesn't mean other Democrats, you know, don't do that. But when you look at the bottom lines of how business moves, Republican parties usually support the way that your business can flourish. Well, I think it's more than just, you know, bipartisan, you know, like blue versus red. I yeah. really think it's about values. At the mm -hmm. end of the day, mm -hmm. we are entering into a recession due to inflation. So you're going to start seeing Americans vote more pragmatically. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, they might not be okay i'm just gonna vote blue all the way down my ballot like they are looking for people that are going to show some conservative values and according to cnn kemp's victory is a clear sign that his economic arguments made during his whole campaign were more powerful than the focus on abortion rights mm. okay and that is how republicans were able to take back control in georgia because remember we crept the vote yeah in 2018 we crept it now we voted for joe biden but it was just not enough and that's why i think we're seeing Herschel Walker, right, who is also conservative, Republican, who is in a razor-thin race yeah. between Raphael Warnock. Mm -hmm. Because right now, I think a lot of Georgians see whatever spending is going on in D.C. as something that's directly affecting us, driving up our taxes and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And they want to see somebody who's going to kind of right the wrongs. Of course, I know well, who I voted for, but I also know that Brian Kemp did put out a like a suspension of the gas tax that we had. Yeah. So it's like stats don't really lie there. Like I don't 
I don't really know how many times you can show up to a music festival and tell me to go vote without telling me how you plan on, you know, raising minimum wage. Mm -hmm. What's your plans? Who do you have that's supporting you that's within the house of Georgia? How are you going to make everybody work together with you? Because it always kind of felt like for me, Stacey Abrams was like the massive underdog. Yeah, she always is. And it's unfortunate because I think that Stacey Abrams has a lot to bring to the table, but I think that it's really... At this point, I hope she doesn't try to run again. I think that she needs to get behind somebody else, maybe make somebody else the face, because that's what Herschel Walker is for the Republicans, um, however you guys want to spin that. But, you know, she needs to go behind somebody, put her values into them, and then move from there. Um, I just, I remember kind of voting, and it was really hard to vote this time, because you are voting against, there was two things for me. It was gun control and, of course, abortion rights. And it was like, where do I vote for this? Because, you know, in one hand, it's like this gun control to me is getting a little out of hand. I understand why we have it. But what else comes with this gun control policy that Kemp has put in the, into play? Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I, me as a woman, I want to talk about my abortion rights. And those are important to me. And other women, rights, yeah. yes. So it's like, I, it was really a tough, a tough voting ballot for me. I didn't even know how to feel when I voted. So you did see reproductive justice and gun control on your ballot. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's crazy. I did not. Yeah. I did well, not. I'm also on Gwinnett. Yeah, that's really crazy. Like, I also think, again, the things that people saw on your ballots, pay attention to that because yeah. we all don't see the same thing. Mm -hmm. They're so different. They're different for different counties. It's different counties worry about different things. Mm -hmm. And again, another thing I'd like to point out, in Georgia specifically, it is hard to vote. Point yes. blank, period. They're going to find a way some way, somehow to turn you away. I don't know why. I don't know why they do that, but they just do. And it's like, I got turned away because I was at the wrong polling location, which is why it's so important to look up the polling location that you're responsible for. And it wasn't a big deal because luckily I'm blessed enough to have a vehicle that can get me around, you know? But at the same time, when I got to the right polling location, they were able to just change my address right then and there. Yes. So I don't understand why the first location I was at was unable to do that, but this location was. It's, it's that kind of Just stuff. So it's sketchy. like, I see what you're saying, Stacey. I see what you're saying, but. <laughs> I still want to go vote. My, my good sis, my good sis. The only way you're going to win in Georgia is if you can get these rural Americans on your side. you got to get the suburban folks on your side. you got to get the rural people on your side. Because it is she has to change her face. more than just urban people that vote. It, it is just is. And the people that typically vote consistently happen to not live in the city of Atlanta. But she wasn't just in the city, but she has to change her face. And, and you know what else, Bonnie? It is like, let's just talk about this. Not everybody that lives in Atlanta is from Atlanta. So not every, all of y'all who live here, stay here. But she did a tour bus. she That's what I'm trying to tell you. Stacey literally did a tour bus to go outside of Metro Atlanta. She went around to a lot of suburban places. I'm sorry. A Black woman right now, as a Democratic, her face is not giving... We're going to vote even when she goes outside of Atlanta. That's the problem. That's why I think that she really just needs to get behind a candidate, throw a little white man up there, and that's it. That's so what you think that Georgia is not ready for a black female governor? It's not that it's not ready. It's just when you put her in front for people to vote, I just don't think that this is giving everything that it needs to in order for somebody to really even choose to vote for her. Mm -mm. So unfortunately that's, that's deeper than that. But anyway, anyways, mm -mm -mm -mm. <laughs> we've well, gone on a tangent here. Yes. But yes, that is the current status. We're going to go into a runoff election here in mm -hmm. Georgia. So keep your eyes and ears 
appealed. I heard that y'all showed up and showed out for early voting. So keep doing that mm -hmm. because this election is not over quite yet here in Georgia. So make sure you keep it locked here with us on New Lanta as we go through that. Yes. Before we let you go, before I let you go, we got some upcoming events. We're going to go see Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Really mm -hmm. excited. Shout out to the Bender Agency. I'm excited to be back in IPIC seats. Yeah, so it'll be nice. Ah, getting all cool and cozy and watching Wakanda Forever. Um, the NSEG Moguls College Music Competition is coming back for the very last time. Thursday, GGC versus KSU mm -hmm. is going head to head. It's going to be interesting. Yes, yes. Okay, I'm excited for this one. I guess this time I'm definitely going to have to rep GGC. Uh, okay, yes. Are you going to be that way Gwinnett? only because? Okay, way. okay. I'll, I'm going to keep my, my squad going. KSU, okay. big black and yellow in the building. But yes, y'all, this will be the last moguls college music competition before next season so make sure that you stream us live on twitch facebook and youtube and vote for your favorites because that's the way we're going to figure out who is the moguls match mvp period well without further ado have a great weekend y'all we out